alive in the trap. This is God. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like a subscribe, you gotta show me. I applied pressure and they tried to reject it. Clearly, ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'ma call it South Harmon. Huh. Fly down south and get the south popping. <laughs> One day, I'ma give you a walkthrough and introduce you to this walk tool. <laughs> I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, nicked on my dynasty stop Till I came back like Wimbyama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the beard, and they used to love the goatee That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88, December 87 I was 16 days away my fly to dollars, why not? I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue, I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play -play. My life a Patreon link, you gotta pay to play I, I worked 16 hours, boy, that's an 88 X-Factor like Dez Bryant, my boy 88 Why dream light when you living like a heavyweight? This ain't a one-week thing, we grind like every day They know my destination, Devi, like I hang with Ray If they ain't know my name, I bet they know my my name is day. Treat this mic like an ATM. Let's make a trade today. Drop, drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day. And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way. They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm layaway. Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon. I'm glad you're here today. Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay, huh? Treat this mic like an ATM, let's make a trade today. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show, or as we're now dubbing it, Fight Club. Adam, what's up, buddy? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. I'm ready to get back to it, Mike. What do you think? Another episode of uh, disagreements, gloves off, yeah. little hate, little love, all in one? Uh, nah, that was a good time, but we were also awesome, both uh, cranky. It was late. The alcohol was flowing. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time. It was a good time. I, I actually thought, though, what was nice was it was a breath of fresh air to have, you know, not just the same agreements all the time. Like right. it's okay to be different on things. It's just it, it all happened at once. You know, it just happened even, to be even if even if I think yours are insane. Yeah. You know, even if <laughs> you know Mike is crazy. now a Gabe Davis guy or whatever whatever the case may be, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to relay the messages as they're coming. But speaking of which Mike, you know what we do, especially if it's gonna be Dove Fight Club, we start off with one of Mike's man. I'm looking for torture. I haven't seen it. I just know it's yours. But if you do want your deals feature on this show, if you want to be in part of Fight Club, um, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, uh, $5 a month will get you an opportunity to get on the trade show. 
now that we're up to that point, we're going to try really hard to get everyone a chance. It's not going to happen weekly, but this gives us a chance to get more of the deals featured on the show. Yeah. And uh, also make sure you're checking out the um, Warp tool, southharmonff.com. If you don't want to do any of that, go down, just hit the like, subscribe, comment away, let us what? know. This one wasn't Fight Club enough, but you know, like without, without further ado, let's get into your trade. All right, Mike, so let's see what you did. Um, right. Let's take a peek. All right, Brandon Ayuk. Whoa. You're getting Brandon Ayuk for for Evan Ingram and DJ Chark. I don't even care about the settings, honestly, here, I don't think. Um, But in case you want to know, oh, and it's lineup? My goodness. That's Mm -hmm. just, there's no way. There's just no way. Like, if you're losing Ingram, given what we know about, you know, A-Warp, if that's the piece you're going to lose to get a guy like Ayuk, I know in a lineup start 11, he may he's not the sexiest of guys, but especially when you're starting up to 11. It's not the shallow 9 or 10. Ayuk's my wide receiver. I don't even know what he would be here for you, but if he's any of my top five receivers, I'm pretty I'm pretty good with the deal. Might be wide receiver three, four tops. Like I really like Ayuk, so it's not crazy to think that he's going to rank up there just a little bit. But uh, right, this is one of those Adam. Uh, we're going to definitely call this the uh, the four D move, right? Um, here's some things: confluence of things. Okay. Uh, the the guy didn't have really shit for tight ends, right? Mm. Evan Ingram tight end five last year, depending on where you look. Uh, even in warp, I think he was tight end five. It's a point seven five tight end premium, which people usually are like. Oh, tight end. It's really just matter. enough. It's just enough to start mattering, right? <clears throat> it's a lineup league. You know my feelings on a warp, and he's also the proud owner of one Trevor Lawrence. So maybe a little bit of stacking went into it. Oh, but all no. that went into where I'm going. Let's see if there's like a receiver in the Brandon Ayuk range I can buy for depth. So yeah, I mean. I don't know where where would you rank him, Brandon Ayuk on my team. Jalen Waddle, I think I just kind of put his number one pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm at. Um, DK, number two. Yeah, <clears throat> I think DK probably a little bit ahead of Ayuk, but like honestly, for me, I don't think it's all that different. I I, I definitely lean DK though. Right, and then Ayuk and Terry McLaurin, right? Whoever I'd say I'd say, I'd say he's your receiver wise. three, <clears throat> dynasty value yes, especially. Like for yeah. the season, Terry and Ayuk might finish similarly, but. Dynasty value, I'll take Ayuk. So, yeah, receiver so three, receiver four. So, pushes Terry, right? Terry down to wide receiver four, pushes George Pickens down to wide receiver five, and then, like, six is, you know, those guys that we like that still have dynasty value, which I'd love to to up tier, but we'll see if that has, like, Rashad Bateman, like, those type of wide receivers. So I love it, man, because you can start, I imagine, this league. Can you start five receivers? Uh, I could actually start six if I wanted to. <clears throat> now, oh, so there you go, right? All the more reason. Just think about that. Lineup start 11, you can have six receivers on this. Right. Ayuk is huge. Whether right. he's your receiver three, four, five, like they, that's all very startable even when there's not bye weeks. So then you start getting into bye weeks and the depth that can matter as the season and attrition happen. Yeah. That's where this is easy, Ayuk. Um, I hate to say this, you know, may not be Fight Club this episode, but this one's easy. I don't, there's not really much of a debate for me here. <laughs> I'm, I mean, and I, I, I get it, like chasing a tight end in a specific format where it's 0.75, but to right. me, not, Ingram, I, I like him, but it, acknowledge for me anyway, like, I don't know that he has high, like difference making upside, considering also the risk of him is like, if he were to get hurt or, or kind of fall off a cliff, there's no value retention either. So I'm totally pivoting off of an asset like this. It's not he's not in the range of let's say like an Andrews or even if you wanted to be speculative on Hawk, right? Like to me that's not Ingram at all. 
Yeah, I think uh, the the problem I am too with a warp. Like I got so many tight ends on this team in a point seven five, and a warp's telling me to get rid of these dudes. So I'm literally just trying to shop them around and, and see what I can get in return. And uh, you know, I've shopped David and Joku around, and you know, for whatever reason, people don't like him. So shopping Evan Ingram was the next step. We'll shop him around and send some offers out and see what gets accepted. And this just happened to get accepted. I'm not complaining in the slightest. <laughs> like, As a matter thank of fact, you. because I want to get back to Fight Club. I mean, there's just, I'm, I'm, I'm not. We're good. Uh, this is. <laughs> this can get off my screen. It's yours. All right? Next. I like what Blitz did here. Gave a little uh, Ultra Flex light beam with a little different font to beam it up Ooh, a little more. 12 team Super Flex PPR, 0.5 tight end premium, best ball start 12. Okay, so Hawaii is getting DeAndre Hopkins and Lockett for a first and best ball start 12. Mike, thoughts? Uh, this is easy in best ball. I'll take the two. As much as, uh, you know, we want to hold on to our first, the whole thing, because he is trading his own away here, you know, for that flexibility. In a best ball league, though, if you can give me the two for one, two pretty good assets or decent assets for my first, mm-hmm. I'll push it in. I'll push it in. And, and we're closer to the season, too, where the risk is a little bit less. Not saying these guys can't get hurt in the first couple of weeks, but, like, you've made it through the off season where we see all these, like, damn it, you know, I spent this much, this much on this guy, and he's not even going to play a single game this year. I can't take this. So uh, he's a little bit less risky to push it in now when he is, and he's getting two assets in a best ball. If I'm any type of a contender, I do this. If I'm a rebuilder, there's, I mean, obviously no fucking chance in hell I'm pushing my first in on a rebuilder. But uh, if I'm a contender and I feel pretty good about squad and best ball, definitely give me these two wide receivers. Yeah, I think I'll say this. I, I, I agree with your sentiment on the caveats of you better be built correctly. Mm-hmm. You better have like the right roster construction to where, all right, now just getting those two pieces and in addition, maybe there's like people I think have already discounted Tyler Lockett before JSN went there. Right. So now it's like, but if, but Tyler Lockett gave you actually pretty high end upside last year. So right. like, could that be come down this season? Sure. Of course. But in best ball, are you telling me that Tyler Lockett's going to for sure have a full season now without, what we've seen actually spike weeks or top 10, top 12 receiver weeks and, in dynasty, right? Like and when you, when you say spike weeks and Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett spike weeks different than just about anybody other. At Cause the when he spikes, we're talking huge. that, that like weak winner. Like I, I know I just, I wanted to highlight that point because I think people are discounting Tyler Lockett before JSN got there. Now they're really discounting him and I get it from the dynasty lens, but it's way too far. And for the seasonal lens, it's ridiculous. Like, there's absolutely upside still in this offense, even with Gino at the helm. Uh, shout out in to Koopa. In a lineup league, let me ask you. Like, is this a no, though, for you? Definitely. Definitely a no. Okay. Yep. That's um, where I'm at, too. Just because there's not enough upside on who I'm going to press the button on weekly. Now, right. I'll say again, the caveat, though, in best ball where this is – I agree with a lot of the points you're saying. But where I would make sure to caution everyone else listening if you're going to do something like this in best ball – the only way I'm doing that is one, like my team, because I think one of the things that can happen here, one, like if you know your league and you can say to yourself, like this is probably given my team and given my view on my pick, going to be the best I'm going to be able to acquire for my first. Okay. So check that box, right? Is this a league where you think to yourself, maybe down the road later, I can buy something from a team that might've been contending. That's not now like there, maybe there's a window to buy more. That's where I maybe would hold. It, outside of that, the only thing would be basically, are you built right? You know, like, is there a, is there a chance now 
you make this move, it looks good now, but let's say one of these receivers disappoints, your team's not built right, you have a couple injuries, all of a sudden, this is a pick that has, maybe not Marvin Harrison, but in, in the range, maybe it actually is, or maybe it's just a 104-105, mm-hmm. and you're not winning, That that's one of those where I agree with the points. If you're built correctly, the best ball principles, I can get rid of my first for this, if this is going to really help my depth and solidify me in that true contender range and just give me a couple more outs from injuries what I don't want to do though is send my first if I'm not built correctly in best ball even if those if these two guys come over and you're still not like a very good team don't want to do it and then the only thing I would possibly say is you know given the time of year this could end up being a great deal but if you think down the road maybe like I could probably get more out of my first that those are my only caveats outside of that everything in principle you said I agree on I just wanted to make those points clear to people that might be thinking of doing this those are the things you got to think about before you actually press the button on sending your first away, in my opinion. Yeah, you're not going to do this if you got a best ball team and like uh, it, this is on sleeper, obviously, and sleeper has a like an Odell Beckham in one of your flexes, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. right. In the start twelve, like if that's it, and you're like, oh, this is more depth to make my team better. Nah, you didn't really have depth to start with, and this that's doesn't really help point. you, right? Great point. Right. So, like, for example, you might say to yourself, oh, well, this will buy me the depth I need. So let's say when you go through and look at your team on Sleeper or whatever platform, let's say the starters are okay. But like Mike says, you got one shaky one, an yeah. Odell back then. Let's even say like an Elijah Mitchell something like that. Then you get to the bench and pretty quickly you're not talking about guys that realistically are going to get in and out of your lineup. Right. This type of depth is not going to make you all of a sudden more stable, right? I think that's kind of exactly what I'm saying, Mike. So well put. Hundred percent, and I think I need to put that on a T-shirt because I said it to Zach the other day. He was showing off his uh, home league best ball oh, roster no. that he loves, and he's showing the starting lineup. And I said, I don't give a fuck. Show me the bench. Show me, <laughs> show, show me the show deep me the stuff, buddy. Open the open yeah. the underwear drawer. Come on. You said best ball. I want to see that bench. Show me your bench. I like it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think a good trade for Hawaii. Given that I hope you know, listening, he's been a follower of the show for a while. If he's built right, Hawaii, I, I like the deal. I do. Um, okay, so now let's talk about this one, Mike. 12-team Superflex PPR, half-point tight end premium again. This is lineup start 10. Um, the Fuck Nut Invitational. Okay. Wow. Tearing up. We get Tearing all up. <clears throat> Tearing up in the Fuck Nut Invitational, Mike. Lineup start 10. Given, I don't know how serious this toe injury that Terry's dealing with is, given that in this first is his 2025, so it's out a couple, is Devontae Adams – a difference maker worth tearing up to for this? Or is this one in lineup start 10 where it's more about hammers, you would take the down tier? This is tough, but I do still put Devontae Adams in that. I know the the Jimmy G situation, we all worried about it because he's a trash quarterback. <laughs> like he's he's not very good. Okay. Sorry. Uh I'll also die on this hill as long as as well as the uh the Brock Purdy one. The Jimmy G's not very good, but I've seen Devontae Adams play with shitty quarterbacks. And by shitty quarterbacks, I mean Deshaun Kaiser and Devontae did just fine with Deshaun Kaiser. So uh, it's fine. Like, he's going to get a shit ton of targets. Uh, Hell, Adam, I don't even know if he finishes the year in Vegas. I do think there's there's definitely a chance he doesn't. I I think that should be baked into upside, but I also think, like, if he goes somewhere else and it's a good quarterback situation, who knows? It could end up really, really booming. But, like – Let's talk about Nuke, for example. He goes to Tennessee, and you're kind of like, ugh, like what happened? So I don't want to bake too much upside into that, but to the, the point you're making, we've seen him, regardless of quarterback play, like have a lead upside. And and this is kind of chasing 
in my opinion, Mike, this is where one of those where you're chasing the title, and this maybe is one of the last, like the the puzzle piece you needed, right? right? Give me that one extra stud difference maker at receiver. I know I'm foregoing some value. I know down the road it could hurt, but this is a push. Like I think my team is just this piece away from winning. This is where Same I could, thing. if I, if I had that build, I could do it. I do think though, on the flip side, like if you're if you're an old team going for it, right, and you're making a move like this right now, there's how many things do we not know that will happen in the season, right? Correct. That's where, like, to me, it's this is dicey. I, I, I could, I'll say this in a process play, I'd probably prefer to hold it a little longer, but at the same time, if you get Adams now and he's healthy all year, psh, this could end up totally changing your team. It's just. It, yep. it comes with significant risk given that your first is in there. And if you, like, I'm, I'm imagining your team's a little older built when, when you buy a guy like this too. I like Terry, but you know, as we get to start 10, like he's at best case scenario, wide receiver three or flex option, right? That's kind of where you want him to be. And if this makes my team, you know, go from Terry McLaurin as my wide receiver three to uh Devante Adams as my wide receiver three, Sign me up, man. <laughs> Lineup league, sign me up. Talk about hammers. These are hammer. That's a hammer wide receiver, man. <laughs> that's a guy who could, yeah, who could flat out. When it, like, Not a lot of dudes got that potential to be wide receiver one overall. Devontae Adams is one of those guys. Terry McLaurin is not. Yeah, and I think as much as I love Terry, acknowledging format for him is very big, right? Mm-hmm. Lineup start 13, different conversation. Lineup start 10, different conversation. We get the best ball. Like, if this is best ball, for example. Best I'm ball, take, I want I'm taking, the first. I'm taking the first no all day. I think this is yep. one of those trades and where a tear down is format dependent for me. And I, I, I yep. could still say, I, like, I could make the case if your build was the right way, going to Terry in the first on the value and just, like, multiplying. But in lineup start 10, that's where I'm okay. Go for it, man. Go for that hammer. Yep. I'm with you. Too much agreement, man. The people are like, what happened? I thought this was the the fight club. Well, hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> All right. Darnell Mooney, Mike. Justin Fields, Michael Wilson, 24 first and second from Captain Carey. Captain Carey is getting Dak Prescott, Darren Waller, Nick Chubb, Brandon Ayuk, Mike Evans, 24 third and 24 fourth. I'm just going to say uh, I'll let you start. There are some th- Just what I'm seeing right now, though, Makes me very uncomfortable about this deal for one side. But this is a 12-team Superflex PPR, 0.5 tight end premium, lineup start 10, RIP savvy. I don't, I'm assuming that's uh, – do you have any idea what that is? I feel like that's an inside thing. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not a young whippersnapper anymore, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know our, our, guy Schumer, our guy Schumer is out here, you know, living it up. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what the hell that I, means. They made fun of me at the expo because I thought the song Isis by Lucas Joyner was new. <laughs> So, like, I just I give up, man. All right, I heard this new joint. <laughs> this is awesome. See, this yeah. is this is the type of shit, man. I love it. God damn, this is fantastic. All right, <laughs> let let's get into assessing this deal because uh, we that's that's fantastic. So Fields for Prescott. I don't know what what would you attach to it to make it feel like good. Like I'm cool with like a Waller and Ayuk if you want to just cancel those guys out, right? So you're saying. Uh, Waller and Ayuk and Dak to go get Fields? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not it, right? Waller, Waller and Dak or Ayuk and Dak. Oh, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could I could get behind that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it might be a little bit overpay, but I'm I'm cool with it. You know, in lineup, you know, we're kind of these fuck these tight ends, at least I am. Waller I got some interest in because we've seen him kind of be in that elite tier. 
<laughs> like everything's setting up for him to be as long as he stays healthy, which I don't know if he could do. But so let's let's just do this. Adam Waller, Dak, Fields. I'm good. We just cancel those dudes out. Okay. None of this other shit adds up to what Corey got. <laughs> None well, of it. <laughs> I want I want to talk through the print the the reasons why I say that. Okay. Just last trade at the end of it. It's funny I didn't know this one was here, but talking about understanding the difference in formats. Like it couldn't have been a perfect pivot point into getting into this trade, right? If you're telling me I'm getting that other side in like a best ball league, okay, I get it because of all the pieces you're getting. Not even going to discuss the value, but let's just say here, I, I can understand what you're going for here, right? Even though you're getting a lot of aging assets, maybe not a specific hammer, mm-hmm. you got five pieces and it's like, all right, the depth play maybe can work. Here, here's the problem. This is lineup start time, Mike. Lineup start 10. So first and foremost, we talk about a warp. I'm not chasing a Waller for any value. So when Fair. you go to the quarterback swap now, uh, I agree with you 100% in value. But when we say like, do I want Dak or Fields? I answer that with Fields. Does Waller get to the table of even mattering if I'm going to pick one or the other? Absolutely not. Like if anything, okay. like you said, I'm pu- I'm, I want to get off of Waller. Right. I want to acquire him I, cheap. Does Ayuk factor in then? Ayuk there, Ayuk would probably do it. Now, but but okay, so like let's say that's fair, right? Now the problem for me is though, again as a whole in this trade, like let's even say the value works out, but nothing that you're doing here in these tiered and these in these moves is worth I think chasing the first four really. Like Nick Chubb down the down the road, if you're buying at a little bit later time and you know he's healthy and you're ready to go, I'm for it then. But outside of that, like this is you're not getting hammers, you're not getting people you feel like in your lineup are going to really be difference makers in this format, right? And you don't think Nick Chubb could be a difference maker in a start he's, 10? No, he's the one. That's why I said, and I just okay. I, I just caveated with for him. Okay. Let, me, let, me, let me, let me, uh, if I said this wrong, let me rephrase. Outside of him, none of these guys are, are going to be hammers in my opinion, really. Like Evans, Waller Evans could be. Waller. Yeah, Evans, they're just depth pieces. Yeah. Right. And Ayuk is probably someone in this format I want to have and want to start, but I'm not feeling like, holy shit, this is a hammer type, right? So yeah. my point is to get rid of the better option at quarterback – Already for me in this trade, I'm not really loving. But then, especially you attach my first and second, no. Heck no. Dude, that's where I think, like, this is one of those trades, Mike, where we could go through the value of it, and it's going to end up being Schumer's side, to your point, right? But to me, in just understanding the lineup and the format, this is a non-starter for me just in the pieces I'm acquiring, given what I'm sending away. Like, even if the value was closer to adding up, this is not at all what I'm buying in these type of formats for my first anymore. It's it's something I've done in the past and learned what what the hell was I doing, right? Like, mm. that's one of the biggest things. Like, in this format here, I'm not sending my first. Now, for Chubb, that's the one piece. If I know, like, I'm a little more secure, running back's what I need, and I can send my first for him, and I'm going to make the playoffs and all that, okay, d- yes, I would do it there. Outside of that, like, right now, today, I'm not sending my first for these guys. I, just, I don't, I don't want to do that. Chubb is not that he couldn't be a hammer. It's just if my team falls apart, I lose that first. And then what if he gets hurt or something? So I just I don't want to buy him currently at the time for a first. Okay, interesting. I'm I'm strongly on the the captain carry side. I think he he been my uh, valedictorian. Oh really? Over here, yeah, hmm. yeah. Okay. So yeah. well, hold on. Let's let's do this. So let's say it's Fields. One, number number one. Schumer took back some pieces that I don't give a fuck about. I, I'm assuming Mooney. I'm hoping that Mooney and Wilson Mooney, did not acquire for value for him. Shit. They're they're total yeah. roster clogged. The crux of the deal, he got Fields a first and a second, but like he teared down, 
are you tiered up at quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which, which is fine. Like, I, I like Fields, but I'm also a big staunch propo- proponent of Dak, at least for one year. <laughs> like, Dak, Dak has that ability in that offense to push top five, period. Mm-hmm. But people don't value him like that. So I'm okay. Like, Dak is still in a start 10, a quarterback that I want in my QB1 or QB2 spot. doesn't okay. really matter. Yeah, Nick Chubb sure as fuck is in a start 10. And with the way the warp is on it with the running backs, like I'm, I'm in. Like if I got to send my first and the second to do that, mm-hmm. great. And then even if I was a little bit hesitant about pushing my first and second in right now, Adam, like you said in this because of the, the blowback, I get some nice fucking depth pieces back in Darren Waller and Mike Evans. Like I do. I'm not, I'm not slotting Mike Evans in as like a starter, but to have a guy coming off the bench or have the option to put it in my wide receiver spot with injuries or bye weeks, like I'm fine with Mike Evans in a lineup start 10. Like he's okay. And Darren yeah. Waller kind of the same thing, even though it's a warp tight end. I don't know what this dude's tight end situation in, but Darren Waller could very well just be the tight end one that he just starts all year. Could be. But like I- I'm completely fine with this for a depth move because he got so much back. Like it's – if it was just uh, Dak, Ayuk, and Nick Chubb, right, and that's all he got back – and and he had to send away fields the first and the second. But that's I'm the way I'm you, looking at this risky. though. But that's the way I'm looking at this though because Waller to I'm me. Is, well, here's why, Mike. If it, it's not that Waller can't matter, but if we're gonna do the principle of it, like Waller's a piece that goes at tight end. If I'm gonna play that game with a warp, to me that is not gonna be a piece that I'm valuing in the deal. One, it's just not. I'm not gonna be taking that on. And then two, Evans right now. The thing about him is. He's a death piece. The quarterback situation is not great. I'm not saying I won't carry him on my roster, but I'm kind of in this format, not really adding that much weight to them in the value. So when I say it's Dak, Chubb, and Ayuk, I get it, man. It's not bad. It's I, Just for me, though, I don't want to be sending in a lineup start 10, Mike, the better quarterback and my first to do this. Like, and, and that's not saying that the value, for example, let's say you can move Waller and you know you can move Waller and Evans later. Like maybe you end up 4D in this better because there is some dynasty value over there. But for me, the way I want to build, it's it's not horrible. I just, I don't think at this time, just securing Chubb. Because what I'd much rather do, Mike, if you wanted to do this personally, is probably just buy Chubb outright or buy Chubb and Ayuk outright and just keep my fields. I don't need to get Waller. I don't need to get Evans. So that that's kind of, the way I'm viewing it, given the format, but and, and and I'll take them if they're free. Which in my case, what I'm thinking here is they're fucking free. Like he sent them away for nothing. I'm all about the A war principles of getting rid of tight ends and liquidating them. I'm just not doing it for free. I'm not gonna go to you and be like, here, take a Darren Waller. What what do you need back? Nothing. I don't Wilson. I, just, <laughs> I, don't, don't, I don't do them as free though because like. To, what's the di- the difference in to for your to your point right the difference in Dak and Fields is quite a bit in a lineup start ten that's the one like I don't want to lose out at quarterback for one year though why like why am I doing I'm saying for this right here and I'm losing my first like if you're telling me you wanted to go from Fields to Dak and you get Ayuk and you needed that in your roster construction I'm cool with that right I get that or if you're saying you want to send your first right now for Chubb I wouldn't do it time wise right now but to me. That's where the crux of the deal, like the Evans and the Waller piece, I don't view them as free. I, I view them as like more pieces that it, maybe you can move them. To me, though, I'm getting off of like the difference in fields and Dak to me in a market like this probably is a lot. I don't want to do that for this where I'd maybe rather just keep my first or buy Ayuk, buy Chubb, buy those same types. 
elsewhere at different stores and keep my fields. Like that's that's the way I typically would rather have it in this format. Doesn't mean that he can't make Captain Carey can't make moves on it. There's also the last thing, Mike, is that when you make moves like this, right? All in the contender pushes. There's not a true hammer outside of probably Chubb here. Dak probably could give you absolutely what Fields could. I don't I don't see it personally, but it could happen. But if you make this move and that first is now gone and things go wrong for you, there's a, imagine if you got the best assets in the deal in Fields and that first is pretty good. That that's where like I understand shooting for more of the moon in lineup star ten, and that's kind of where. Not saying that there's not more value on the other side, even if you looked at like a dynasty daddy calculator, like even if you break it down. I just don't want to value Evans and Waller as reasons I'm getting off of a guy like Fields. And a first, too. I get you. But terrible move, Corey. You fucked up. I guess you lost your valedictorian stuff because uh, yeah. that was Mike's all along. I never even said it. So, sorry, bud. It's I tried. Result. Sorry. I, out there finessing behind my face. How's that look now, buddy? You're out of, you're <laughs> out of luck. All right, Mike. <laughs> um, let's take a look at this one. 12-team Superflex, full tight end premium, Christ. best ball start 11. Fourth and inches, Mike. It's fourth and inches. Pump quick. <laughs> Lord of the Rings freak. I don't. I mean, Brandon Cooks in a first, Mike, or Jonathan Taylor a third and a fourth. JT, stop it. Man, this is uh this is so. What's interesting about this deal? Like I, I just don't understand. Like um, right now, I, I love JT still the player. I don't know what his what his year is going to look like this year, right? I just I'm unsure of what the hell his real market is right now, like because you know what, Mike? If someone people trying to buy JT for me all the time, right? I'm I'm almost never even getting first in deals. Like I'm not really looking to liquidate right now, anyway. But my point is, these yeah. offers I'm getting, I'm not even seeing first or him going for first. Then you throw in a Brandon Cooks, and it's like in best ball. I'm not even saying I want that side. I'm just saying like for the return, I'm I'm actually imagining this is not that horrible because I kind of feel like Taylor's market's fucked, but. That that's just like overall thinking about his market right now, frankly. Because a lot of times you have a good feel on players. This one I don't have a good feel on Jonathan Taylor's actual market. It's not saying I wouldn't even be willing to send this on the right team. It's just like I have no idea what his market actually looks like. That's fair. Wow. His market's kind of in flux, and the people who are capitalizing on it right now are are the ones like uh, PXMP Quick, which well, I'm Mike, fine with. If you want to pull up I Dynasty Daddy, I'll pull up the simulator. I think I we got we, them both up. All right, cool. So you got the uh, the, the Farson and Baker. Hell what are we looking at? Uh, the guy getting JT is finishing fourth right now in the simulator. Eight point six four wins. Okay. And on Dynasty Daddy, he is also ranked fourth. Shout out to Dynasty Daddy, man. Whatever the fuck they're doing over there. What's up, Jeremy? Not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad. No, Not too I'm, bad. I'm more curious too. Now that is, Whoa. I do want to know this, how this good is. Team. This how, is what I love Farson's to see. Team? This is what I love to see too, and especially with uh, Dynasty Daddy, and, and we'll be working on this to kind of figure out a way, like our partnership. Like I got mm-hmm. some ideas for him, but uh, also interested to see what Jeremy says about it. Yeah. When when you look at at rankings, um, everything kind of just goes off of your traditional lineup, right? But when I go to Dynasty Daddy, like the starter rank is nine, but the overall rank is four meaning this team's got a shit ton of depth, right? right? So you're going out and spending, which I love in best ball, you know, my affinity for depth. So uh, starter rank, while it may be low, overall rank four, quarterback rank two, RB rank four, wide receivers 11, which could be a little bit scary, but we know in best ball, I mean, you just hammer some of these fucking turds <laughs> at the bottom and you get a spike week out of them just here and there. Trent Nerwin's like those kind of guys. 
and then tight ends kind of middle of the road um, and draft capital second. So he actually still has some draft capital left. I oh, Jesus, we didn't even catch that. He's not even setting away his first. Yeah, he so, still has his first. What, and, and where does Farson Baker rank on, on these is what my question uh, is. Number two. <laughs> on number simulator? Two. On, yep, and then on Dynasty the Daddy too? Dynasty Daddy now because he doesn't have his uh, his draft picks, obviously. He is uh, 10th, overall ranked 10th. Meaning like towards the bottom. Yeah, towards the bottom. So Did, we have okay. a wide range here. All right, so this is this is where my hesitation actually comes from. One, the market. Like I, I personally don't even know if like a single first in a lot of these leagues is what people are paying. Um, I'm not. That's not telling you that I wouldn't pay a single first on the right build. What it's telling me is I don't know that that's what market dictates. Then, like, let me ask you. Let me just ask you this for a question. Brandon Cooks are a third and a fourth in best ball league. Is that really close for you? Brandon Cooks or a third and a fourth? I'll take Brandon Cooks. You can agree. Your third and the fourth. Right. And so this is where, Mike, for me, one of the things I'm starting to think about, I haven't done yet, but like I would, man, I almost really wish we could pull up the actual sleeper team and see like how good the depth is. How much do I want to bet against? Because for who? This for, is why Dynasty Day Farson, is cool. I just Farson Baker. On. Farson Baker. I want to see Farson the team. Baker. Let's let's do a team dive because here here's the thing, Mike. Quarterback's I, a little bit scary. Oh right. man! See, if it's worth betting against, oh. I would take that side. A Rich and Derek Carr. That's not terrible, but no third. Will Levis. <laughs> no third. Yeah. Running backs: Eckler, Ramondre, Joe Mixon, Madison, Ty Chandler, Kareem Hunt, like those kind of running backs later. So how many? How many is that? Like right now that you could count as four? Four solid guys who could produce. Start eleven. I wish I had a lot more. Right. Wide receivers, Diggs, Pittman. A little questionable after that. Get, dude, I'm right now, I'm, give me the Farson and Baker side right now, right? Because I want to bet against that team. Hold on. Yeah, like Justin Ross, DPJ, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones, Curtis Samuel, Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, can't even believe I said that. Mac Hollins, right? Dude, but Can we agree now, when we dive into to, this, that's a one, lot closer to now where we want Brandon Cooks. One thing to remember, though. It's best ball. I don't know what the starting spots are, right? Like, I mean, what they actually are. If they're flexes or if they're, like, locked in a lot of positions. It's a 1.0 tight end premium, Adam. Like, a full bonus is tight end room. Kelsey, Komet, Jawan Johnson, Irv Smith, Zacherts, all dudes who would be a threat in best ball. And a 1.0 tight end premium to be flexes every single week. Absolutely. So, while your wide receivers are a little bit... Meh, I think your running backs are completely fine, and your quarterbacks, you could probably get by, but I'd like to have a third. I don't think this team is, is dog shit by any stretch of the imagination, which is probably why our league simulator favors it with the 1.0 tight end premium. This is the team in best ball I want to bet against. There's no, okay. there's zero room for Eric quarterback. There is not very much depth at running back. There is not enough depth at receiver. So, so for me, when I know that, one, if everything goes right, you still might not be that good. If everything doesn't go right, you definitely aren't going to be that good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's where my because here's the thing. Let's say this this team ends up flirting with the playoffs in mid. Like, I think in a mid, I'd like Taylor long term, and it's hard for me because I want to buy him most spots. But if I get Brandon Cooks for this third and the fourth, this first I think has a chance to buy me, maybe not Taylor value wise in dynasty, but something that can get me at least the production that's very good. I could buy a Pollard type or something like that with this first. Worst case scenario, if it's like more of a mid pick. And I think if this pick ends up early, you can either go back and bend over this team that was wrong. It's not even a part of this deal. I got Farson Baker's 
pick against him now. And now you can go get like two or three pieces for for this pick. Oh, Good. If if you don't even have, sometimes you're like, man, I'm not even letting this go because it could be Marvin Harrison Jr. I, and the flip side is, after four games, Jonathan Taylor comes back and he's Jonathan Taylor for the Colts or whatever team he gets traded for. Mm-hmm. You have an RB one, and I don't really give a fuck what that pick was. Like it was well worth it for me. I'll I'll take the first, and I think with a first that has a chance to be against that team. I'll definitely if it's a, if it's a middling looking first to me and the team is worth betting against in best ball, <clears throat> I'll take that liquidity. Try to buy something right now. You, you could also end up probably in the first four weeks when he's not playing. If you wanted to buy a running back that's going to give you production, I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be trying to wait and see what this is. But uh, this is one I would take the other side, given all the components. I think there's definitely a case to be made though if that pick wasn't worth betting against, where you're just like, you know what, this is cheap for Taylor. So. Um, that's where knowing the details, I'll take the other side. I get you. I get you. I think it's uh, not worth betting against me. Like, it's just a best-case scenario, 108, 107. And for that, I'll pay for JT right now. Oh, man. You know what? Speaking of bookmarks, Fight Club, Christian, bookmark this. We're going back, Done. and we're going to see We're gonna see Farson Baker outside this playoff race, man. Let's go, let's go take a peek later. Ooh. All right. Uh, let's take a look. Count on you, Farson. I, I, hey, I, look, Jonathan Taylor. Uh-oh, we got a Taylor here on thumbnail, don't we? Uh, there's a Taylor market, and we're going to discuss it. Okay. I think, I, think we, I think we do get a Jonathan Taylor thumbnail here. Yeah, so Jonathan Taylor or James Cook in a first, Mike. Difference here, 12-team Superflex, best uh, PPR, full tight end premium, not a best ball. It's a lineup start 10. What do you think here? I'm going JT. On JP, JT. Line up, start that. I like James Cook. You know, fuck, you give me shit about him all the time. But uh, line up, start 10. I want the guy to potentially be a hammer, and you can have that. You can have that first. All right. So I got Warp pulled up. Um, a Warp given the league. So running back is, you know, it's good. It, it's hovering, it's below the wide receivers in the. 18 and 12 range and then it the high-end ones they're 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 tracking with the receivers so i would say like i can see the scenario of i think i'm gonna get taylor for the for the stretch run and he could be a a complete hammer difference maker like you're talking about i'll be honest though like looking at this and the process this is where context comes into so much i'm not i don't want to do this i don't want to do this first of all right now I, I'm I'm into buying Taylor, Mike, honestly, but I think if this is what market is, is gonna be in these formats, it's too pricey for me right now, man. Like me it really too. is. Um this is where people gotta take stock. Now, I'm in on the last JT trade. And with no context, Adam, I'm in on this one. When I get the context, I go I'm out. Yeah. I can't do okay. it. Okay. I can't do it, right? I'll allow <clears> it. Talk us um, through it. Yonks is kind of a middle of the road team. Like oh, this is who I want to sell it to then, right? Oh. Middle of the road in Dynasty Daddy. It's a lineup, Adam. Like, and it's only start 10. I mean, like, Justin Herbert's awesome, but then your other quarterbacks are Jordan Love and Matt Stafford. Like, both dudes that could be zeros. Okay? Because th- your running back ahead, room sorry. is fucking amazing. Like, your running back room is awesome, right? Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris. Like, that's like Cam the, Akers. Mike, you guy. already had those four running backs. You don't even need to buy Taylor. Correct. Your running back room's cool. I'm still okay acquiring JT. Like, I still am. Here's the problem. It's a lineup. It's start 10. The number one wide receiver on your team is Debo Samuel at this moment. 
Oh, give me, give me this first in a mile, country right. mile. Like I'm Mike. good with the, uh, the the rip inside here. Like, cool. Just give me James Cook. I'm gonna bet against your team, and and if I get some production out of James Cook, like, cool. I'm ready to ride this baby off into the sunset. Thanks for the first, and I'm gonna I'm with you on this one. I would bet against this team because I do think this is one where I look at it, and I go, this this has got a lot of flaws. Lot yeah, of and flaws. I. I think, too, like, for me, okay, so the context you just gave me there makes it. I don't – I'd have a hard time for someone to actually give me reasons that I can buy into of why it would make sense given that build. But I would say this, Mike. Oh, I uh, I take that back, too. It's even worse than I thought. Even better. <laughs> Listen, there's two teams. There's one called Yonks and there's one called Yonkatonk. <laughs> oh, you were looking – Yonks 21 is even worse? Uh, Yonks on the R simulator is ninth overall. Mike, there's a you're talking Yonks about right on now. Dynasty. Yonks on Dynasty that he's labeled as a rebuilding team, number eleven in overall value. Marv Harrison and James Cook, Drake May and James <laughs> Cook. So, so that was Caleb uh, Williams and Drake and and uh, that, James Cook. That one's Fields, A. Rich, and Ryan Tannehill. So I think the quarterback situation is a little bit better, right? Overall. And yep. start 10. Agreed. JT, ETN, Damian Pierce, Roshan. Okay, that's fine. Wide receiver is a little bit better, DK. But, like, your wide receiver, too, in a start 10 is Jahan Dotson, who in a start 10 we get a lot of questions on our trade show on the YouTube about, like, what do I do with Jahan Dotson? I'm like, start 10 or 9, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> like, like, I love you, Jahan. But, uh, like, he's I ain't feeling it. Yeah, and now you're telling me he's got to be my wide receiver two, and then it's Jerry Judy as your wide receiver three. It's Elijah Moore as well, your Mike, wide receiver Well, Mike, here's the thing. Jerry Judy <laughs> isn't playing right away. Right. Jonathan Taylor's not playing right away. I was just going to say this right. one thing. I think right now, especially in a lineup start 10 format where I'm looking at warp like this, one yeah. of the things I wanted to mention is if buying a running back for a first is a luxury trade, okay? And what I mean it by is. that is you better have – like every all the essentials taken care of to send my first away for a running back. Let me ask you this one because this will highlight it perfectly, Adam. We love Bijan. We love Jameer Gibbs, and then let's just say it's Jameer Gibbs. Bijan's is kind of a different, different animal, right? Like a mm-hmm. different, different kind of guy. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs. If you're a rebuilder right now, is there any way in hell, if somebody came to you with this crazy offer and said, hey, I'll sell you my Jameer Gibbs for your rebuilding first or your bottom end first, where you kind of know your uh, second year productive struggle, whatever the fuck no. you want to say. No, I know the value exactly. of that pick and what I'm going to do with my team. Exactly. Fuck you. Like, even though we can give you this base value of Jameer Gibbs is damn near worth two firsts. And, like, the, Jameer Gibbs is this kind of running back you want to, you know, like you can see next year still, still going to retain a lot of value. He's a unicorn for the running back position uh i'm still telling you to fuck off <laughs> right? but, but, that's but, what that's what I'm, that's what you're saying with luxury pick but because, because think you of don't why. do it you, you're not going to do it and it's also even let's say you flipped out gibbs for two first but yeah. what if those end up being late and now lineup start 10 is all about what if i'm rebuilding i want these early Man, picks i want to get hammers and i need to get my quarterback room right right yes 100 i don't need to get jameer gibbs i don't need to get taylor so it's already to me mike now I think buying a running back with a first in this format is probably a luxury pick. Buying a running back that I like the talent of, and I don't, I don't really give much to long term play. I think Taylor has some some left in the tank after this season, so I understand it. 
But it's like, if I'm sending a first already in this format, it's like a luxury pick, like I said. I don't need to do yeah. that. And then he's not even going to play the first four games, and I don't have any idea what's going to happen. It's not that the dynasty value isn't still there long-term, or I don't like the talent of Taylor. This build, or not, forget the build, sorry. This like format is not where I want to buy Taylor for a first and cook outside of a rare scenario, Mike, where it's like, okay, you're just kind of making a bet of like, this could be a league winner that adds to my, my ridiculous team. Correct. Correct. That that's the ones I wanted to actually walk through all that. That's the one scenario where I could make the case outside of that. I, I don't think it's worth it, man. Given what JT is started off with similar situation. The first trade we did the league that I'm in, that I'm talking about, Adam. Like, I got a copious amounts of depth, and I've been desperately trying to tear up and, you know, see what I can get for my first. But people know it's late. They know my team is good. They know I have depth. This is, like, what, what you're talking about, luxury pick. Like, I would push my first in a James Cook-type running back in on that fucking squad all day of the week to go take the shot on Jonathan Taylor. Because, Adam, if I'm wrong... I don't give a shit like Nick Chubb's going into my lineup. Brees Hall's going into my lineup. You know, Saquon's going into my lineup. Like, I'm just looking for that guy in JT where if he comes back, I'm like, I got the fucking greatest flex position in the entire league, in a lineup league where I just push the button and go. Dump. I get it. I think, I, and I, I, I'll say this. The last point I'll make is I, I get in that scenario doing that. I will say right. even then, though, the one thing you got to ask yourself before you make that trade it, this is obviously taking out the context. We're talking now in a generic principle. It's like your team. It's really loaded. This offer's out there, and you're like, I could see the case where this matters on my team down the stretch. Okay? Mm -hmm. The one thing you, I think you have to weigh absolutely in this league is because what we talked about. It's hammers. It's probably you know stud-wide receivers and quarterbacks. Opportunity right. cost. What can this first in James Cook, or maybe you keep James Cook on your lineup, what can this first attach to other things go by you and it, would you rather do that? I think that's the other thing you really have to ask yourself about making that trade right now versus right. holding the first as well. So those are the two big things um, for me. And the process right now I think is not the greatest unless your team is outrageously good. And even then the process is questionable. So it's a, it's a bet with making. I understand it too because we play in leagues where people do value first. But you and I have also played in leagues before where we've had this conversation. Nobody values first. Where Correct. We we can give them away for shitters. They're 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 literally <laughs> we tried. like we tried and nobody only, was like the only no. thing you can do is hold them because you just you're not going to fold them for that. Nobody right? cares. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's see. Do we, do we have another one? Oh, I would love to. Actually, I'm thinking I'm good on the the market of Taylor now. All right, Koopa Troopa. Um, let's see what we did here, Mike. I, I, all I know is we're starting off with a tight end in picks, so this better be best ball. Oh, no, it's lineup. Okay. Dallas Goddard first. Oh, two first. 24 and 25 first of this manager. A 24 second, a 24 third, and Goddard. Sending away Pitts, Charbonnet, and Pickett. 12-team, Superflex, half PPR, lineup start 10, quarantine dynasty league. So you're getting, Mike, Dallas Goddard. So you're tearing down, essentially, from Pitts to Goddard, right? Yeah. To do so, you're losing Charbonnet. You're getting a second back. Probably would lean Charbonnet there, but like it's not horrible. But then Pickett, Mike. Like, and let me ask you: Given he's looking Can better, two first and a third for Pickett. That's where, like, I know, I know you're winning at Pitts and you're winning at Sharps, but like, given the a warp thing, if you want to bet against Pitts, you're getting back a Goddard. Like, it's not a crazy. You're losing some dynasy value there, right? So, so let, let me ask you, just on the on the surface, no context, like okay. whatever. You don't dive into it. Is uh, Dallas Goddard in the second for you enough to come off your Kyle Pitts right now? In this league, yeah. 
Probably yes, because you're, you're trying to get off. But honestly, for me, the only caveat I'll make, and maybe Koopa knows he can then sell Goddard and kind of just extract value but, all the way but down is the it, chart. Is it is it Goddard in a 25 first? Like, is that what you would need to feel comfortable? Like, what is your, your yes, breaking I, point for Koopa? I would say even the second I'm okay with if I'm trying to get off these tight ends. But I, I would just say the one thing there is, like, if Goddard's all they could give you in the deal to make it work fine, I would almost rather just liquidate though pits, right? Yeah, I would too. I would too. But like sometimes that's not feasible. And if that's not feasible to your back, point, like, yeah. I, uh, 20, 25 moves. first and Goddard, it's a smash. Um, yeah. The second, like, I could make the case for the market's sake, maybe you hold, but I, I, I'm not going to fight you. If you're I, just gonna and get rid that's, of the only, that's the only reason I would have to. Like market-wise, maybe people like Pitts and – you know, you could get more, but I'm I'm completely fine with Dallas Goddard in the second. Yeah, the I'm with you. Second. I'm with I'm you. If you're if you're liquidating tight ends, and that's the best way you can do it, to, and then you got to tear down again. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, like, please don't pull my Kenny Pickett like fucking driving the bandwagon card. Okay, like I still need my driver's license for that. But in a start ten lineup league, Adam, like I was thinking initially, I'm like, ah, I'll take a first and a second for Kenny Pickett. That feels right. In a start 10, like as much as I love you, Kenny Pickett, in a start 10, get the fuck out for any first. Peace. See ya. I move oh, on with myself. Man. That, <laughs> like, that, I'm sorry, Kenny. That feels like I'm growth. <laughs> that feels like growth, I'm man. So, I'm sorry, Kenny. <laughs> you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even, you would fight Mac Jones on that for a while now. This is growth out yeah. of nutted. Look at this Listen, guy, man. I'll, I'll He's been Mac to Jones Fight Club. We knocked a little, first. we knocked a little sense into him, you know? Let's go, man. I, I, so, I would say so this that, though. That a point, first, then, then at you, least you get two firsts and a third for Pickett and Sharps. Like this is where the second now later on, whether it's a rebuild or not, you can either buy a running back later or find one later to fill the the Charbonnet loss. Correct. Correct. Think about what you have though. Pickett. Like let, let, let's use Mike. I want to use a range of outcomes, and we just think about this in evaluation. You and I were bullish. I think he's looked pretty good in the preseason. I expect him to take a step forward. Range of outcomes, yes. like range of outcomes, if he really has a lot of growth, like man, anything's possible. Best, I just don't see a Ben Roethlisberger type ceiling out of this kid, realistically. Well, best case scenario, Adam. Let's really think about it. And this is me being Kenny Pickett stand, right? Okay, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get to. The top range of outcome, the absolute like rosiest outcomes, QB eleven, twelve. I was just gonna say back 15. end quarterback one though, right? Because right. even if it's a step forward, and even if he's a lot better now. To the point there, though, I do want to say this, and this is what I was going to say about the single first. I get it from the aspect of you can probably leverage these and do more with it later. If he's quarterback 11, you don't want to sell it and line up start 10, pick it for a single first. But un un but understand, that's the probable ceiling of what the kid could be. Yes. And understand there's also a scenario where he's locked into quarterback 18-ish, which in this and format is more no market – than anything and no one's going to care about him as a hammer he's right, not going right, to even be in a discussion right. so two first and goddard honestly mike if you just told me right now just under again i think this is big understanding format just tell me right now it's goddard and two first i'm good i'm good i'd still do the deal i'm good I'd still so do the deal. you like got a free second and third exactly what i'm thinking mike and and, and the big thing too is you now can liquidate Goddard, if you do this right, which I know Cooper's going to liquidate these tight ends, he promised me. So Goddard's going for now whatever he's going to go for, right? So now you just you've liquidated everything over there. That's that's the other beauty of this. <laughs> you promised me. <laughs> don't you don't you fucking let me down, uh -oh. Cooper? All right, all right. Twelve team superflex PPR. 
half point tight end premium lineup start 10 DK's active dynasty league um well this type of activity is questionable so let me ask you what do you think here buddy Joe Fest shoddy B now here's the question Mike a second and two thirds or shoddy B lineup start 10 this as much as this like sucks to say and I'm I'm sorry D bro I'm sorry I'd liquidate in a start 10 lineup Rashad Bateman for those picks like I would I don't yeah. give a fuck where they're at. Like, what you project, I just want the liquidity of the picks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is two people I had to apologize to on back-to-back trades. Kenny Pickett and the D-Bro. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, see, Shoddy, too. Like, peace. You see this? <laughs> Last week, my, anything I say on here, Mike's coming for jugulars. Now he's out here apologizing to people not even on the show. Do you I see feel what guilty. I'm, do y'all see what I'm dealing with? Maybe he went to the chapel like last time we talked about that one trade. All right. I'll say this. This is not a – if you think Bateman actually can be a good player still, if you have the D-bro love, it's not the worst thing in the world given this format. However, to me, he's not in, at this point, the bet I want to make for this draft capital. I know it's not gigantic draft capital loss, but – I think about these thirds and I think, what if I could buy like a crusty running back spot start, right? Then you get to a second where maybe I can buy not a crusty one. Maybe I can buy a running back that actually is going to help me in this league. Maybe I can package some of these up with some other stuff, some fluff, if you will, to go get uh, into a tier of a receiver that matters more, right? Like the, I would say this, like, it's not a, it's not, it's just not the process I want to do in this format. Mm-hmm. Nothing really wrong with the value or like if you believe you're a strong shoddy B truth or still, it's it's probably what market dictates, truthfully. Maybe a little heavy, but this just not the bet I want to make. Period. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, so- shoddy. Sorry, Joe Fest. Sorry, Shoddy. Um, man, this is just speaking of growth. I had a whole. I was very excited for him last year. It sucks. Speaking of very excited for last year, and some excited for this year. Man, if we would have had a Trey Lance deal yesterday or last week during the Fight Club, oh, that's all I needed. That's all I would have needed. All right, Goat Rings is liquidating, Mike. Let me. Ha- all right, this is actually interesting because I hadn't seen many Lance deals, and look at this guy—he is upset in a way that you can't even look at that face. Holy crap, Mike! To tear up from a third to a second, is Trey Lance worth liquidating for that? Liquidating? Fuck no. It's uh, it's three goat rings today. Give me Trey Lance in the third. <clears throat> so here's the one thing that's interesting about this. Because the picks are where they are, it's literally a 12-pick difference, whatever it becomes, right? Yeah. 201 to 301 or 212 to 312. Now, I, and a lot of start 11, Mike, given what his market is, if you're telling me the what I'm gaining is a full round from the third to the second, if it ends up being early – I don't really want to just lose Lance this way, but I could like say, if you're telling me that's guaranteed early, I wouldn't want to do it, but I could see the point. But like, if Seven Goat Rings liquidates this for a late second, and then maybe he has plans to move or whatever, I get. I guess I get that Trey Lance is a dead asset, probably. Like he's what I mean by that is I'm holding him probably for a whole year. Suck it, six Goat Rings, five Goat Rings, four Goat Rings. I just I don't. In lineup start eleven for a quarterback that. I know is really low in value right now, but has a chance, whether it's a DAC injury, which has happened how many times, Mike, or he ends up, you know, maybe you don't see it this year. Like, it just feels like you're really selling for 
a minimal gain here. I, I'd almost prefer, as bad as it sounds, to just keep the Lance prayer, and maybe it becomes nothing, but there's upside there where there's just not with the tear up and personal preference from the third to second for me. Let, let me know. Let, let us know because I hate to side with Mike and Trey Lance on this one after last week, but hey, tell me, wanna, am, am I crazy here? Am I crazy? Go ahead. Aguirre, the picks that are coming, number two team in the league, league simulator. So Number that's the thing. Teams. It's a, a class that could be shallow, Mike. A late second to a late third. It... Who gives a fuck? Give me Trey Lance. Man. <laughs> we did it. Sorry, three goat rings. Mike, I don't even. Coming from my neck. I'll tell you one thing. I know what Blitz just did here. And I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Blitz, we've said this before. You're fired. See you. You're fired. All right. <laughs> I know exactly what you did here. You tried to set us up. Yeah, fired. He'll ring any. He'll read anything that comes across <laughs> that teleprompter. All right, jokes on me, huh? You're gonna eat the cat poop, Blitz. <laughs> eat the cat poop. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. I mean, oh, I, I understand the, the Trey Lance thing is pretty dead, and there's not a lot yeah. of value there. But that that to me doesn't feel like it's worth it in lineup start eleven. I, I'm sure not people are gonna. I, I think people are gonna disagree. Come for our throats, whatever. That's fine. That's okay. I'm. I understand there's not a lot of value, but there's potential hope and upside. Even if he's a starter at one point, maybe I could sell right. for more. So that's kind of what I'm holding out for there. Mike, overall, the deals. Um, Good stuff. A- we only disagreed really on one, and it was uh, with Schumer fucking up, losing his valedictorian status, which is fine. Adam out here saving you, even though I'm the one crowned you. Val- I thought, Adam, you'd be in. I thought you'd be in, like, we're going to strip well, him of the, the sash. It would have been He's fine. Gotta... <laughs> I think what happened is though he didn't realize like who was gonna help help save him one day. He's out there finessing behind my face on you know that that type of shit will cost you. That type of in reality, you. in reality, it probably should have gone to Doctor B, like because he's a much better technical dancer. Right, <laughs> and the performance better. for the whole week was just yeah. you know he was yeah. tough to beat. Phenomenal. I, actually, <laughs> it's interesting though, um, Schumer. You hear this? There's. There's a lot of questions on if this was a true valedictorian status. Um, <laughs> appreciate you guys. Everybody, if you do want your deals featured on this show, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Uh, $5 a month gets you in the door. Has a chance to get you on the 40 Chess Dynasty Trade Show. Um, go check out Dynasty Mind Warp, the Warp Tool. A Warp is live. SouthHarmonFF.com. If you can, if you want to, and you think this is entertaining, even if you think we have bad Trey Lance takes or whatever our takes are, find us funny you find us ugly you want to make fun of us you want to be soliloquy make fun of us in the comments comment like subscribe to the channel tap in the season's getting ready to start mike when this is out the day after this is all those sunday football games and we'll already know what's going to happen in this chiefs game so excited man the season is upon us yeah we got so much uh so much content going on this season right we're doing a uh, show on the campus to canton podcast feed so go check that out uh, we have our own podcast feed in case you didn't know south Harmon dynasty football you can check that out there is one exclusive show that you will never see on youtube that airs every monday or i try to every monday so far so so far so good i'm three for three let's see if i can make it four for four uh the south Harmon spotlight i just uh, i find creators in the space and uh we chop it up for an hour find out about their journey how they got into it and then of course we got to talk a little ball so i've had some really good guests on so far last night's that i did that came out monday night was phenomenal uh, yep. next week we'll see what uh we'll see what i got cooked up <laughs> for next week and uh adam of course the youtube the patreon uh if you're watching this this is going to be on saturday or hearing it it's also going to be on saturday 
come tap in patrons 10 30 a.m central uh, 11 30 a.m eastern we will be doing a, a start sit just for the patrons where we answer some last minute questions for you guys so it's very consents uh, condensed and then uh you know at 11 my time central noon your time eastern adam uh the start sit show makes its uh, inaugural debut on the South Harbor Fantasy Football feed. So if you got those lineup questions, you need to know who to start. Adam and I will be joined by everybody's favorite. I mean, don't get me wrong. I see the comments on America's Game. I love Eric, too. I'm happy everybody loves Eric. Eric's going to be joining us. Part of the tripod. We'll get the band back together. The band's back together, baby. Sunday, 11 11 to uh, 11.45, 11.50. Like, we'll we'll push it. But we still got to get off and set our own damn lineups, which we didn't do a lot last year. Well, also then, after the 4 o'clock games or, you know, second set of the slate of games, we're at Sunday Night Football. The Sunday recap show's back. Uh, Tap into that. There's upgrades to a lot of these shows. Production quality, Eric, all kinds of things happening. Last thing, not gonna spoil all the details. It's not official, but it's damn near official. There'll be another piece of content that we're gonna add, not in this channel, but you'll have the details here shortly. So, um, yeah, man, we're gonna give you all the content you can hope for. So, keep tapping in. We appreciate everybody. We'll see you back here, same time, same place, next week after week one for the Dynasty Trade Show. We're out of this thing. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,